0: This week, the death match fizzes out, Hangman gets his stimulus check, and Captain Insano is all elite. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. Hello everyone and welcome to the Full Nelson Press. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. I'm here with my co-host Peter O'Brien. Make sure you subscribe to the Full Nelson Press on YouTube and find our audio feed on any podcast app. Pete! Are you ready to start a revolution?
1: Dude, I'm a big AEW fan, and I'm just going to flat out say I was let down. (laughs) (laughs) i i'm just gonna say it i'm just gonna get it out of the way there was something about it that was off i don't know if i just wasn't in the mood to watch another damn wrestling show but oh my god the end
0: just kills
1: everything oh
0: the whole thing all right but let's get right into it first first match of the night the opener to really get that crowd going it's the aew tag team championship match the young bucks defend their titles against chris jericho and mjf um you know what i thought this was a pretty decent match to get the crowd going the end of it nah, but like i didn't mind this match as a great opener uh it's cool to see young bucks do a bunch of things that weren't a bunch of super kicks
1: yeah it was fine it was a good match like it was overall good now is it just me or like i'm a big jericho fan he's my all-time favorite wrestler but could he hang it up maybe could he go straight into commentary right Oh my god, I have to say this, and I'm so embarrassed to say that you were right, I was wrong, you're smart, I'm stupid. Oh, this is nice. The commentary. One, JR doesn't even sound like he cares anymore. That whole thing, that's all I could hear is JR just like trying to sell something, but also like, uh, I'm obligated to be here, I really don't want to be here.
0: Well, he was also sick. Like, he just didn't need to be here tonight. I like Excalibur, and I think, um, what, who's, I can't, oh, Giovanni. Those two are fine. They're great, but it didn't need JR, because legit, halfway through the pay-per-view, you just don't hear from JR anymore. And, and that's fine, just don't use him anymore.
1: But then if he, like, he'll pop in with something, and it was almost like to add his two cents, but it really didn't need to be added? No. It didn't come off right. Like, I don't know. I'm watching this wrestling match happen. I'm like, there's some cool moves. But like, JR did not put it over.
0: But let's be honest. If they just used a JR soundboard, would you even have known he wasn't there? No, because it <laughs> was so
1: just monotone. Yeah. Let's get to Smash so quick. MJF is awesome. I think MJF and Jericho are a great duo. I love Jericho. I think Jericho is awesome. I, I think he's one of the best wrestlers ever. I actually think he is the GOAT. But it, when I was watching this match, I'm just like, he doesn't need, this doesn't need to be him. Like, I kind of would rather watch MJF and Wardlow and Jericho be their manager or have Jericho be on commentary because he's gold. He's so good on commentary.
0: How great would it be to have the inner circle versus team Taz? And then you just have Jericho and Taz on the commentating table for that entire match. Exactly. So I completely agree. I think that maybe Jericho's just doing this to help kind of like elevate, but... I don't know. Maybe they're just not using them properly. I think
1: I really like Jericho. I just wasn't into it. I mean, the match was fine. It was good. Young bucks don't put on a bad match. Super kick frenzy happened in it. Like all their matches and you know, the Meltzer destroyer to win and it, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. It was a good. Good start.
0: It was a good match uh, to open it up, but uh, after this I think was the match of the night which was the tag team casino battle royal match um, I love this concept it's pretty much just a royal rumble but with tag teams um, and I just I liked it a lot it was a cool way to showcase the deep roster of tag teams that AEW can show not all those wrestlers are obviously signed to AEW but it definitely makes it look that way
1: when they even get announced like Pac and Phoenix they don't get called Pac and Phoenix they call Death Triangle like exactly. they have a tag team name it isn't just guys throwing Together. And that's what bugs me so much about WWE is that they don't have actual tag teams. They just have Ziggler and Rude. Well, who are
0: they? Right. A name goes so far because when you see Billy Gunn's sons come out and they're called the Gun Club, or you see Matt and Mike Seidel and they're called the Seidel brothers, like it gives them just a little bit more. As a tag team.
1: Yeah, there's more power behind it and not just two individuals. WWE could take so many notes from AEW's tag team division. Like these concepts can work in WWE. But WWE just doesn't want to do it. And this is where I always will give AEW the edge is their tag teams and their development with their tag teams and how their tag teams have storylines. And it isn't just somebody thrown together for a match. These guys were all fighting for a title shot. And you could tell.
0: Well, speaking of WWE comparison, I have a new segment for us here, Pete, um, where we figure out what WWE would name a certain tag team. We're going to go with Bear Country. What would WWE name them instead of Bear Country? I'm going to go with um, the Grizzly Express or the Brawny Raiders.
1: That's not bad. I would call them the chest hair experience or they'd be like facial hair boys or something. Yeah, exactly. WWE in a nutshell. And I like Bear Country. I thought they were cool. I love Private Party. Like I think Private Party's awesome.
0: Dark Order comes out three separate times. Yeah. That's kind of (laughs) weird. I love the Dark Order though. I do too, but that's weird. Nope, I think they're great. The final four is John Silver, Jungle Boy, Pac, and Phoenix. It was really cool seeing John Silver versus Pac. I want to see more of that.
1: I think those two are great together. I think Ray Phoenix is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. I think he's so good. Uh, and Jungle Boy. Who would have thought like, a guy named Jungle Boy can get a crowd over? Hell, if he was in WWE, cater jokes. That's that would be his niche.
0: He'd still be over, but the WWE wouldn't acknowledge it.
1: Nope, and he kills it in the ring. He's really good in the ring. He's just smaller, but in Luchasaurus as a tag team, like I'm okay with the Jurassic Express. Like you can put belts on them, and it's believable. So when you got down to the final four, I was like, okay, I'm I'm all right with this.
0: I was surprised John Silver didn't win because everyone else in the match were just flying all over the place. Like, at some point, they even had it, like, one of the refs were like, wait a minute, no! Uh, Phoenix went over the top rope and they had to convince him that it was through the mid-rope. Oh my god, Phoenix's jump
1: over the, the mid-rope and he hits on the barricade. I was like, oh, that's Oof.
0: broken tailbone. <laughs> so yeah, uh, congratulations. The Death Triangle win. Good for them. It was, an like I said, an awesome showcase to tag teams. I want to see this every year. I really like this.
1: It Gets the tag division over. And WWE has enough of these tag teams, and they could do a lot more with tag teams, and they could create tag teams, but they just won't. And it drives me up the wall.
0: So, next is the women's championship match. Hikura Shida puts her title on the line against the Eliminator Tournament winner, uh, Ryu Miz- Mizu. Ah, man, I tried really hard to figure this one out. Mizunami, I think it is.
1: Mizu, 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 not going to be the champion, that's for sure, because
0: she didn't win. <laughs>
1: She did not win. I was bored with this match. I'm sorry. This was another boring match. It was boring. It just didn't make
0: sense. It didn't make uh, Sheeta look good at all because every time like Ryo did a move, then she'd just do a little jig or a little dance or something.
1: Well, the other aspect too is a lot of the moves. There was a move towards the end where it looked like Hikaru Sheeta took a DDT, but they said, no, she did the move. And I did notice this a lot during this event. There was a lot of moves. Then I'm like, who did that hurt? Right. Was that a botch? Like, I don't know what that was.
0: There's a big spot in the ladder match we'll talk about later that I completely No, there agree. was a
1: lot in the ladder match that I was like, what is this? <laughs> this is sloppy. But anyways, these two did have a couple spots where I was like, that was a botch. That was a botch. Who even did that move? I just wasn't into it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so uh, Hikaru retains. So good, good for her. Um, I don't know who's next for her. Nyla, maybe or Britt Baker, because after the match they both come out. I like that Vicky Rero comes out too and gets some Karen kicks in oh, as I love fucking it. Sheeta's on the ground. Yep. Uh, but yeah, but then we get a face off between uh, Nyla Rose and Britt Baker, and then Thunder Rosa comes out for the save. So it's kind of going in all directions, and that's okay. That just makes me want to, as a viewer, be like, all right, I have to continue to watch this.
1: But see, they're, they build a storyline. They, they, the thing that AEW does know how to do so far is lead into something else instead of us waiting till Monday and just wondering what the hell WWE is going to throw together after a pay-per-view. Exactly. There's something happening at all these events that you're just like, yes, this is great. Now what's next? We know what's next. I'm ready. Let's go on to the next story.
0: Also, why are all these women fighting over the Women's Championship belt? I hate the design. It looks so it's weak tiny. and flimsy. It's so tiny compared to like the tag belts or like the TNT belts. Oh when I it hate it. First came out and everybody's big
1: AEW fan and I was just like, dude, this belt is a joke. It's, it is it's terrible. The women can't get a better belt than that. Like, that doesn't look meaningful. It looks like a regular-ass belt with a big buckle. <laughs> it just looks like a regular Texas buckle. <laughs> it looks like my hometown during freaking Fair Days. Like, that's what I, I see when I see that belt. I don't see any, like, ooh, champion. It's like, no, your belt buckle's too big. Get away from me. You're scaring me.
0: Congratulations on Hikaru on winning that rodeo.
1: There's something about the women's division that's lacking, and one, it's talent. They have a lot of women there. That They're just green. And they they haven't built them up enough, and I just feel like Akarushita is taking on someone who isn't even on the roster. They just get thrown in there, like I, I, they do tournaments, and that's how you get a new one. But you have this roster of women there that they don't really get a lot of title shots. Granted, Britt Baker was supposed to be, I think, the next one, but she broke her nose, so
0: maybe they're working her back into it. But how many times has Britt Baker been injured? Like, as as you're looking at it, would you really put the title on her right now?
1: Yeah, you got it. You got to try it. You you can't always be scared of if someone's going to get hurt. That's how people get buried.
0: I would say Britt Baker probably needs another six months of not being injured before I put the title on her. That's stupid, because what if she gets hurt in seven months? Exactly. That makes absolutely no <laughs> sense. They can get hurt whenever. I don't think you get hurt. She just gets hurt way too often. You got to give her some cool down time. So next is the uh, Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. The match starts backstage with some tomfoolery. Uh, Miro just drags Chuck Taylor out to the ring and then they just ring the bell. They just beat up on him until Orange Cassidy comes out, and then the actual kind of tag match kind of begins at that point. This match didn't need to happen. It was something that would have been fun to watch on Dynamite.
1: Yep, and don't get me wrong, I love Miro. Makes me miss the old Lada Rusev so much.
0: Miro, he's also in shape, dude.
1: And he looks like he's having fun again. I love the fact he won. Hopefully there's a little disarray between those two, because Miro needs to be on his own. He needs to be at the top of the card.
0: Miro, not only does he destroy Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, but he also destroys Penelope Ford because he just doesn't give a fuck and it makes her like catapult off the rope so I think there's gonna be some divide there which is cool because I think Miro can be a top heel where he's just a dude who loves to fight and doesn't care who gets in his way also
1: are you noticing how many managers are in AEW which is what I've been saying forever and how you can utilize the WWE roster Penelope Ford is getting so much airtime as a manager like you're building stars like that you can sure. build up a person being a manager. Why WWE doesn't do it, I don't know. And also, now you're throwing a wrench into Kip Sabian and Miro by just having her there.
0: It was all right. Yeah. It, it was entertaining, at least, so I'll give it that. But I want an actual match for Miro.
1: It was entertaining. It's just not as entertaining as feeling.
0: Oh, my God. Duh. Where would that even work here? Girl! Bring it to the floor. I'm just kidding. No, no, that match is way more energy. <laughs> well, let's get into It's the Big Money Match, Adam Page versus Matt Hardy. Okay, hold on one second. Here's one thing I, ha- I
1: heard, because I was watching, like, I watched a little bit of, like, the intro of, like, about the match. And they kept saying how smart Adam Page was. JR dropped a nugget of Ad- Adam Page graduated with a college degree in two years. I'm like, so an associate's, <laughs> <laughs> right? Everyone does that. That's easy. Come on. Some of these interviews before these AEW matches, I do like how they're trying to give it like a big fight feel, and but Every some match. of the matches don't need it this was one match that did not need
0: (laughs) exactly like the the shenanigans going on with uh, Adam Page getting like uh, Matt Hardy's earnings like it's fine it it doesn't need to be any more than that
1: and you don't have to try to make it into some serious thing like we already are laughing at the fact that Adam Page is stealing uh, Matt
0: Hardy's money even though it did have a slow pace and then Matt Hardy like biting Hangman's finger didn't help Private Party come out to interfere um, and then half the tag team casino Battle Royale come out you know all of Dark Order
1: and save him and uh, you know the nice thing about Matt Hardy he does know how to get someone over like Hangman looked really strong I liked it I like Hangman I think Hangman Page is a star he should be at the top tier of the card but also I like the fact that he's shooting with Matt Hardy and it worked like I was entertained it was good it was a good match like I liked it the Buckshot Lariat's awesome I love that move
0: but then yeah so Adam Page wins he gets all this imaginary money and then uh, Dark Order and then they all hug it out so good for them um Next, it's the face of Revolution Ladder match. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Scorpion Sky versus uh, Penta Zero versus Lance Archer versus Platinum Max Caster versus Ethan Page.
1: <laughs> Whoa. The all Eagle, Ethan Page, all right? Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. All-ego. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: this match was for a giant ring from Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: I couldn't stop staring at that.
0: I know, right? It's a ring.
1: In my head, I'm like, grab it by the brass ring, you know? they kept, Like they said, the brass ring ring. i'm like isn't that gold i i get it
0: it's a dig towards like the the vince mcmahon grabbing the brass ring comment
1: i think so i like how aew does take subtle digs at wwe me too but that thing looked comical
0: it's all about the presentation like if it would have been a case that had like i think they should have done like a class ring you know of a brass class ring for the year and then every year whoever wins that gets to keep that class ring but like having it being homer simpson's donut just really didn't work for me Okay, I'm about to
1: turn heel on this ladder match because I thought this was going to be a showstopper, jaw dropping, great. From what AEW has showed me, I thought for sure this was going to be awesome. I thought there was just something not there. I thought it was sloppy. I thought there was a lot of botches. I thought I saw a lot of misses. It looked clunky. It almost looked like they've never worked together. And there was like drop kicks off the ropes to hit someone on the ladder and they barely even phased them, but they like tipped backwards.
0: And I don't know if it's just because like WWE has a different way of doing like rehearsal.
1: Maybe. WWE's ladder matches aren't really anything to write about because they don't really do anything. What AEW has proven is like they'll go above and beyond to make like a cool spot. And the Canadian Destroyer on the side was fine
0: but the, let's talk about the Canadian the, the the destroyer that happens to Cody Rhodes on the ladder yeah like you can clearly see like Penta took most of that I don't know how many events we've had to see Cody Rhodes walk up to the ramp and then come back down for a save in mid-match I think we've seen just Cody alone do that like three or four times in his time in AEW
1: I don't know what Cody Rhodes is doing with his whole like If he's trying to be that fighting champion. But I didn't need it because we just saw him
0: do it not too long ago. Also, they're just standing up there. It almost looked like a couple dudes like on their smoke break just hanging out up there bullshitting.
1: They had a lot of camera angle things that I was just like, get him off the screen. Like, that doesn't look right. That doesn't look like he's fighting. It looks like he's literally waiting. Then, the all-ego Ethan Page comes out to just (laughs) mild.
0: Crickets. The
1: surprise entrance is just... And we got Ethan Page. I like how they put fourteen-time Impact Champion, two-time Tag Champion from Impact. It's cool. Like, yeah. I like that. I it also adds credentials. Really dig when they were bringing people in, um, such as Scorpio Sky. Won six of his last eight matches. I think those subtle things are super, like smart. You're not making the viewer look dumb. You're actually trying to make your product look more realistic with some weight instead of just. These guys uh, are a t- like a title shot. You know why they're there, because their record or what happened, and I still think the record is amazing.
0: Right, and I'm, I'm super happy that Scorpio Sky won it. Yes. I think they're really putting a lot in him, and I think it's a slow burn in a, in the right direction. Um, They talked about earlier in the Casino Royale match that SCU has announced that if they lose one more tag match, they're pretty much done. So I think this is solidifying that this is going to be a big singles push for Scorpio, and I'm all about that. Uh, Jake the Snake uh, ends up oh, okay. interfering for no reason, just just to go tits up. First of
1: all, he gets, he gets his clothesline and then gets a super kick. And the kick he takes, his facial expression, like he hits it, right? <laughs> yeah. So then he sits up after he's done in front of the ring. So he's sitting here while the match is going on, just like shaking his head. And then you can kind of see him smirk. And I'm like, get him off of there. Get yeah, him no out sure. of there. This is like the camera angle.
0: At some point, I would have had somebody go over and just super kick him out of the screen. Yeah, at that like, point.
1: I, I didn't need that. Dude's super old.
0: Right. Ugh. Side note, bringing up that camera angle. I really like how AEW focuses on the ramp and the ring instead of focusing on a bunch of LED screens like WWE does. With the crowd making the noise they do, it, it really fools you into thinking it's a crowd full of people there yeah so i really like the ca- that camera angle
1: the led boards and wwe is kind of distracting like it, it's, it's too ha- much it's, sometimes yeah sometimes your eyes are all messed up like watching i'm like eh, i'm not a big fan but
0: aew uses this dark blue lighting around the arena and then they just focus right on the stage and the ring and i love that i mm-hmm. think it's a great way to continue to do that so last week we found out that paul white aka the big show has no signed more with AEW. BS. yep no more bs he and then he teased that he would have us have another wrestler signing with AEW at Revolution. And it was, well, it's Christian Cage.
1: Yeah. First of all, I thought when Big Show made his shirt, no more BS. I thought he was talking about his show on Netflix.
0: Because I thought it got canceled. <laughs> yeah, like it got Hard.
1: canceled. <laughs> Two, AEW starting to go down this path that we didn't want him to go down. This is what TNA did. And they're starting to get these guys that you're just like, why? Christian is great. Do I think him going to AEW is good? But it isn't a jaw-dropping signing. And I think him versus Edge would have been a way bigger pop, would have been a way more meaningful signing for WWE than him going to AEW. And having Big Show say he's bringing them I don't get either
0: Right, because what is Big Show's role? They said he's going to be doing some matches Which nobody wants Right, I didn't care about Christian Cage When he signed with TNA 10 plus years ago Mm -hmm. I don't care about Christian Cage now Like, I want the main event now to be Big Show Chris Jericho, Matt Hardy, and Christian Cage In a Fatal 4-Way match for the title
1: I don't think it's monumental I don't think it's huge I think Sting was bigger than Christian But until AEW actually hit It's like an Orton or even like a Seth Rollins. Someone who's huge and mainstream in WWE who leaves them. I'm not saying Christian can't wrestle. I I fully believe he's a good wrestler, and I think he's great. You know, them getting Jericho right away was actually big. But now you're just kind of, you know, Miro. Rusev was good, but he didn't have the following as a mainstream guy. Pac, great wrestler, just not that top tier guy. Just these guys that WWE just doesn't have anything for.
0: AEW's last headlining wrestler that they got was John Moxley.
1: Yeah, John Moxley was huge, I, and you know, RIP to you know Brody Lee. Like that, that was a big one.
0: I can't compare putting John Moxley against Christian Cage or Big Show or any, anybody like that. Like I just don't care enough about that. Am, am I excited to see John Moxley versus Miro? Fuck yeah. I would love to see that match because I know AEW will deliver with that. Granted,
1: their demographic is kind of our demographic is what they're hitting in, so maybe they know what they're doing. The thing that's starting to scare me, though, is TNA did the same exact thing.
0: I mean, how long until we start seeing Booker T and Scott Steiner and wrestlers like that show up? That's what I'm afraid of. Which, by the way, big
1: shout out to Al Snow. Al Snow was in the crowd. starts studded.
0: Yeah. OVW. But
1: that's how I look at the Christian signing. And I know a lot of people like Christian. Even if it was Cesaro... Like, at least he's still relevant right now in the WWE. He's really, like, he's the guy that, you know, you can keep getting the guys that they don't have anything for that
0: people will be like, holy shit. You have to get somebody that you're excited about what he's going to do and not what he's done.
1: We're going into next. Was it Sting and Darby Allin? Is that the next match? See, I feel like Sting was bigger because Sting was so WCW. Like, Sting is a name synonymous with wrestling. Not Christian.
0: I agree. Well, speaking of Sting, it's the street fight match between Brian Cage and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allin and the icon Sting. This is one of those cinematic Uh, matches. I'm over them. And it it takes place in a Tony Hawk Pro Skater level because it's just some weird warehouse.
1: I was over it. I don't like cinema, And like, it's it's worn off.
0: Yeah, I'm over them too. Taz is commentating, which you can tell they're just watching a pre-recorded match. I don't know how you could make it look so blatant, but they- They did it, (laughs) you know, because Taz is like, no, watch out for this part. Yeah, you don't need it. It's a surprise. All of Team Taz shows up to help, but it doesn't matter. Who's the third guy? Hobbs? Yeah. Hobbs and Brian Cage alone could have destroyed both these guys they're huge when brian cage brings darby allen upstairs and they talk about how physically impressive it is it isn't because darby allen is a hundred pounds
1: brian cage picks him up as a suplex and walks up a flight of stairs i'm just like i hope you can do that
0: your arm is the size of him he puts more effort into taking a swig of water than he did fucking picking up darby allen (laughs) and sting wins it this is just he kicks open the
1: garbage can and just drops darby allen on it i'm like okay like that was neat but also i'm just like stop saying it now if sting did that i would have been like oh my god sting still has it
0: right that powerbomb that sting took from brian cage was still more impressive than this entire streak fight match
1: darby allen jumping off the top like that's not risky i'm sorry i don't i I watched him jump in a garbage can and like fall off like a half pipe or whatever. Like,
0: right. We've been two years of seeing dangerous coffin
1: drops. That was nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Harvey L's coffin drop is more scary than what he did there. I really just want to say I'm done with cinema, cinema. cinematic matches. Cinna never want to see him again. Like I'm over him. Darby Allen throws his bat like Whistler throws his sunglasses to Blade at the end of Blade 2. <laughs> Good to see Sting still moving around but I'm in the crowd of I don't need to see these older guys anymore. Right. Like, I want to see the young talent. I want to see Brian Cage like bench press a house and right? throw Darby Allen through a second story window. Like from the ground throw them up can we stop just dragging people around throw them through
0: something to move them to
1: another room not just like them stumbling somewhere else like it's especially because if
0: it's a cinematic match you have the time to figure out the pacing yeah
1: hell put a stun double in and throw someone through a brick wall
0: right how hard would it be to have someone masked up as sting and just throw him through the most bonkers shit and just have yeah. brian cage kill sting and then surprise he still shows up on dynamite on wednesday yeah and
1: everyone would be like oh my god
0: i think this match just needed more explosions so let's get into the exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW world championship kenny omega defends his title against john moxley I love that the uh referee is dr- dressed up like a Breaking Bad character and that's pretty much the only thing I enjoyed about this, this
1: match. This match sucked. They said there is wood with barbed wire. We're calling it the triple threat because there are landmines underneath it. Landmines, folks. You know what landmines are used for? It's to stop fucking tanks. No, <laughs> there are not landmines in the ring. It, it was like it was like WWE threw up on this because of all the stupidity they were saying
0: this whole match maybe was 18 Roman candles and that was it
1: the the ref and what he was dressed in and they were like he has flame retardant suit on so he can't catch on fire that's all serious we're taking this folks <laughs> I'm
0: like no dude that guy's got COVID yeah
1: and yet the crowd is still standing around the barrier right next to everything they, they're they not wearing anything protective
0: Omega's manager is on commentating and he brings up how we should stand back and you could tell the the gears are finally starting to turn where they're like, fuck we should have had people back up for this
1: <laughs> you're threatening how dangerous this match is and it was just a powder keg of pit right
0: are, are you really gonna like have some shrapnel hit al snow out there
1: yeah, right so kenny omega hits the ropes and then it's an explosion i'm like well if this is real he's dead but he's not <laughs> right i just felt stupid and then i also felt like i was watching like icp wrestling in the backyard like like just guys hitting each other with bar wires and bats, and these two are too good in the ring
0: to be doing this. The other thing is that Kenny Omega keeps like getting blinded by explosions. Why is it that people's sight keeps getting brought up in every John Moxley match? They consistently bring up people losing sight, losing an eye, not being able to see. It's in every Moxley match now. Uh, yeah,
1: and like I just I don't get why Moxley keeps getting put into these matches of like, hey John um
0: remember that asylum match you did we really like it yeah
1: it's like remember we're not gonna have you be that the psycho dean ambrose from wwe we're gonna call you john moxley and we're just gonna make you bleed a lot more he's better than that like moxley can put on a meaningful hey this is a huge grudge match without uh the super death camp barbed wire bomb boom
0: fest like I, i i don't need it you have bits like when he uses the rope and he makes an explosive rope break and they try to make it look like he sacrificed himself. It looked comedic. It didn't look
1: like he was a daring move. If we're going to rip on WWE for the cheeseness that they did with like the Inferno match, don't Absolutely. think AEW is going to get a pass from me saying like, this is fine. This was almost worse. The reason why the Inferno match didn't work is because what's the point? It's just on fire, right. but nothing happens.
0: No, it was bad. I, every bit about it. Uh, yeah, Moxley gets cut open. The Good Brothers come out to help out with Omega. Omega ends up winning because he uses uses an explosive baseball bat. They do the countdown. The countdown sounded serious. The sirens. Yeah, all that shit. But yet everyone's still standing around the ring. Then it gets to like the 17 second mark, and they're like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." Kingston shows up, lands over fucking Moxley, and then. Nothing, nothing
1: And Kingston tried so hard to sell it. And I love Eddie Kingston. I think he's awesome. I think he's very underrated. He's not a great wrestler. I I don't think he's that fluent in the ring, but he's a great
0: TV character for wrestling.
1: He is. And he can talk. And when he talks, you feel the emotion. When he was sitting there trying to get John, I'm like, oh my God, like, I hope he gets John out of there. Like Kingston's pulling (laughs) this off. And then the fireworks happen. I'm like,
0: oh no. Oh God.
1: Oh my god, that's it? That's it? Like,
0: poof? It would have almost been better if they didn't even use explosions and they just made it fill up with smoke and then when the smoke dissipated, it was just two charred bodies yeah. that they put there.
1: <laughs> and then Kingston's getting, like, tended to. Like, he died. Like, like yeah, he's there, got like, smoke Eddie,
0: inhalation, man. Eddie, you gotta get up, man.
1: No, dude, I gotta put this over. the refs, uh, no, dude, it didn't go over well. Like, it looked really bad. Like, you
0: can get up now. He's like, I didn't hear the explosion. And they're like, no, no one did, dude. We got to get you to a
1: medical facility. You were in an
0: explosion.
1: (laughs) And then to wrap it up while that's happening and while they're tending to Kingston, Excalibur goes, man, what a night. And that just stuck in my head. It just had the
0: equivalent of you had a big day today.
1: <laughs> At least if something big like that happens, like Cole's like, Oh man, like Bray Wyatt was just burned alive. Excalibur feels the need to go, man, we had some great matches, top to bottom. <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching this. Guys, AEW, we really know what we're doing. Anyway, see you Wednesday. So what
0: do you want to grade the revolution? I'll
1: give it a straight up, I'll give it a C minus because all the the fine matches before but that that explosion for you to hype up something that much and for that to be it it's a risk you're gonna take because how are you gonna like sell this how are you gonna make it the thing with bray wyatt being burned alive is that alexa bliss is running with it and it's kind of working i don't hate alexa bliss haunting Randy Orton with all this like crap. Like, I don't care about that for some reason. I'm just like, huh? Like I'm actually not
0: hating this, but it's also, it's this mix between horror and cheap horror movie that kind of is like, okay, it's I'm, working. If they're willing to stay in character. I'm willing to stay in as a fan.
1: Exactly. And they are, and and they're selling it. When you have this type of like buildup for, an Hey, execution, exploding ring, we're all going to die oh my God, the ref has COVID match. And that's the, that's the payoff. It just fell flat for me. And it's almost like one of those matches where as AEW, you really missed because of that. Like people are going to look at that finish and hold that over you. Like, oh my God, like you got to dig yourself out of that now.
0: I'm giving it a solid D because I can expect this from WWE for being $9.99 a month but I can't expect this kind of a show for 60 bucks. Yeah. That's like, the only thing on, too. Dude. You can't, that's, that's the nail in the coffin for me. 60, you me spend 60 bucks on this. I could get more entertainment out of a video game off randomly grabbing it off the shelf than I did with some of the stuff I watched here. Like, come on, dude, you entertainment versus profit. You're not going to sink or swim, man. Come on. It, it
1: sucks. Like I, I've, I'm a huge AEW fan and you know me, I, I try everything to like, talk him up but my god this pay-per-view overall was just a big letdown and when your last picture is that and then Excalibur saying what a night it's like he has no sense of like the magnitude of the situation of a ring exploding he kind of was just like I'm done
0: This is going to be the second time in a row my dud of the week is going to be the AEW commentating table with Jim Ross just half-assed it, Excalibur just being like a total Byron Saxton, and then just, you know, Taz calling the street fight match three seconds ahead of time.
1: I was going to say the commentary, but the explosions. The pyrotechnic guy. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. It's the pyrotechnic guy. All right, man. Well, who is your stud of the week? Uh, Scorpio Sky. It's a good match. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know what,
0: everybody? I think he was the best. Okay. I went with the uh, entire death triangle because they were killing it the entire night.
1: Yep. I like them.
0: I think I think the Death Triangle is really good. That is the Full Nelson Press, episode 97. If you enjoyed our witty banter on sports entertainment, search the Full Nelson Press on Instagram, Facebook, or follow our Twitter at TFMP. You can find myself at Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, underscore Tango, and Pete here at MVP360. Pete, what you been playing?
1: Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, starring Lyra Craft. She's You're still fan. playing that? Yeah, well, it's longer and... I've been taking breaks in between. But yeah, it's a good game. I wanna beat Ooh, it. Wow. I still wanna beat that thing. And then I also re-downloaded or reinstalled uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the remaster. Oh I played yeah. Played a couple of that. God, I just love how much better that is than any Call of Duty right now. Like really? it, it's so simple. Three five and seven
0: kills streaks. Just get a helicopter, get an airstrike, get a UAV. And then done so. redo
1: it again. Like it was
0: fine. <laughs> love it. Well, yeah, well, if you want to fight Pete, make sure you check him out. He's on. Uh, he's playing Call of Duty: Modern Warfare and Tomb Raider even longer. Woo! Uh, well, go watch some wrestling. Yeah, I bet.